Hello, everyone. My name is Eric Bean, and this is my podcast that I'm starting. I'm thinking about naming it The Bean, hence my last name, um, B-I-E-H-N, but calling it The Bean is in like B-E-A-N, because I think that would be an incredible coincidence, but I haven't fully decided. And I just decided that I thought it would be so fun to start a podcast. Like, I always talk to myself anyway. Just when I'm home alone or when I'm in the car, I like to have conversations with myself. So if you think about it, a podcast is kind of like you're listening into someone else's conversation. And if I'm going to have these conversations anyway with myself, why not record it and let other people hear? Um, And I also feel like, wouldn't it be so cool if like all of your friends had a podcast and just like every week or whenever they upload it, that you just kind of like get an update on their lives. And if you haven't talked to someone in a while and you can just like listen to their podcast and just be updated, but maybe one day, but you know what, we're going to start with this. And I figured I could start this out just by talking about a few topics um, that are very important to me right now. And in addition to an introduction of myself for my friends or people who I haven't talked to in a while that might not they might kind of forget what what's the deal with Eric, and I'm I'm here to talk to you about that. And I also think normally, like or not normally, in the future, I could have like guests on this podcast, so it's not just me talking. Um, but I figured the first one is just kind of a transition and seeing what the heck it's like for me to record this. So in the future, I'll probably be talking to someone else, but right now it's just Eric. Um, so a little introduction about myself. I, my name is Eric. I'm 22 years old. I just graduated from Duke. And you know how when you're in a like introductory setting and they say, oh, well, tell us a fun fact about yourself. It's like the worst thing in the world. But like after a while, you kind of like learn your fun fact. Like you kind of go ready for it. You go into a job interview and they're like, tell me a fun fact about yourself. You know your fun fact. Or you go to just like a meeting of some sort and they're like, tell us a fun fact and you have it. And so I've, I've learned mine and I'm going to share my fun fact to introduce myself. And so my fun fact is... I have been caught in a rip current with Jon Stewart. That's pretty cool, right? And like, so such a weird thing. And it's true. And I kind of like forgot. I didn't like realize the impact of what this was at the time. Because I was in eighth grade. So here's the story. My name's Eric Bean. And my fun fact is I've gotten caught in a riptide with Jon Stewart. And I was in eighth grade. I'm pretty sure. And I was on the beach with my brother. And at the time, my brother was a big fan of Jon Stewart. He would always watch his shows, and I didn't really know who he was. And my brother had mentioned that sometimes Jon Stewart rents a house nearby us on Long Beach Island. I was like, oh, okay, I don't, I don't care that much, but I'm, I'm excited for you to potentially have the opportunity to meet him. And so one day, um, we're at the beach, and my brother points to the water, and he's like, Jon Stewart is swimming in the water. And it was kind of late in the season when there aren't lifeguards, and... So my brother's like, John Stewart and his friend are in the water. Like, do you want to go swim to them and like swim near them? And maybe I'll get a chance to talk to him. And I was like, sure. Okay, like this guy must be a big deal. Like, let's go swim in and talk to him. And we swim in and we're nearby him. And my brother strikes up a conversation with him. And I'm just kind of like politely standing there. And then out of nowhere, there's this big current going out into the water. And like, if you don't know what a riptide is, it's when like you're swimming and there's a current that kind of takes you out to sea. They can be super dangerous. You're supposed to swim sideways to get out of it. And there are people that just get swept away into the ocean because of a riptide, a rip current. And so that's typically what lifeguards and at the ocean are 
they're always looking out for people getting caught in riptides and warning people and like they'll blow the whistle for you to move out of the way if there's a riptide but no lifeguards at this point just me my brother john stewart john stewart's friend and so a riptide whoosh it comes and we we start going out into the ocean and the and john stewart and his friend got out of it pretty quickly like they kind of like just you know, maneuvered around in the water and they're going to get back to the shallow part. And I'm still kind of like going out. And like, they, we all knew we were in a riptide. Like it was no secret. And John Stewart looks at me in the eye and he like reaches out his hand and he's like, oh, like, do you need help? And I, like, I kind of did need help at that point. I, like, I was, I was going, I was well in the riptide. And like, I knew I could get out of it probably, but it was, it's like, it's a scary situation. But even scarier, this guy who my brother made such a big deal out of he looks me in the eye and he extends his hand he's like do you need help i go no (laughs) i go no and i I keep floating out like no john stewart no help for me you're you stay over there i got this one i didn't say that i just said no probably even worse than that like he probably looked at me he's like do you need help i was like no he's like Okay, he's obviously concerned. I'm floating out a little more. And then eventually I get out of it. And, and so this sounds like it could have been like a five-minute ordeal. It was probably like 30 seconds, not even. But it was a strong riptide. And so I got caught in a riptide with Jon Stewart. He got out of it before me. I refused help. I said, Jon Stewart, I know you've been successful. I know, I know you're a successful man. And, but I need to handle this one on my own. I need to find a way towards my own success in this moment. And he let me have it. He said, okay, Eric, you got this one. And I, and I got out of the riptide. But no, so that, that whole, it was John Stewart said, do you need help? I said, no, that's it. Brother was like, okay. Then it was kind of awkward. Like we were all caught in a riptide with each other. So we just, my brother's like, oh, it was so nice to meet you. And we go back to shore. And then like a few months later, I learned who John Stewart was. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. I was in a riptide with him. Why didn't I say yes? But I didn't need his help. And I never will need your help, John Stewart. But so that's my fun fact about myself. And that's a, I'm really proud that I've thought of that fun fact. Cause like it, it takes years to think of a fun fact about yourself. And I have that story and it is just, it's a great opener. And so that's, that's why I wanted to open this with it. So now I've met, I've narrowed this down to a few topics, I think four, um, that I want to talk about. And the four topics are as follows. I graduated college, number one. Number two, Taco Bell, which we'll get into that. Um, Number three are habits I want to change. Okay. And number four is my back hurts. My back hurts. So those are the four topics that I think I've, I wrote those down. And like, maybe that'll change, but I just think that would be great talking points to kind of go one at a time. Those are the four most pressing things in my life to various degrees. And we'll find out why. But so those are the four. So let's start with number one. I graduated college. That's cool. And it wasn't exactly how I thought it was going to happen. And if you're my age and you're listening to this, one of my friends who's also a senior, that was so weird. That was such a weird way to graduate college. It was remote. I went away to spring break. I went to Puerto Rico with my friends. It was so fun. And I just kind of think of life as before spring break and after spring break. Because before spring break, like, you, we knew that Corona was kind of in the country, but I had no idea what it was going to, how it was going to affect us. And during spring break, just a day at a time, you kind of learned like, oh, 
like they're considering canceling classes or no they're first decided with they're considering postponing classes a week we were like yes like another week of spring break should we change our flight then the next day oh they canceled classes the whole semester oh my gosh like it all just kind of happened so fast and we just kind of knew okay we really have to enjoy this time because i don't know what's gonna like things are gonna be very different after this we are all very aware of that and then we came back and yeah classes canceled i stayed in durham um where i went to school just took a sip of water i stayed in durham at my apartment because we saw the lease so i stayed with a my friends and a small group of us that all lived in the same apartment complex. And we ended up making, like, having a good time. Like, we would get creative. We would do themed nights. We'd do restaurant night where we'd pretend we were at a restaurant because all the restaurants were closed. We made chef hats. We made ratatouille one night. And my friend Robin made me my ratatouille hat that has become a classic. Um, we would. we play a lot of drinking games. We, we had a... We, made the most of it but the weirdest part was having classes over zoom and everyone everyone's experienced this if you're a student of any sort and you have classes over zoom it's it's so weird but me specifically i'm not saying i had the craziest experience but my classes were <laughs> public speaking improv and mind you i like i saved up my easy classes for this semester i was like second semester senior year i need it to be as easy as possible and I just want to have fun. I just want to enjoy myself. So I was in improv, public speaking, writing the short film, and then economics 304, which was the last class of my major, which was so hard. And th- like, think about those classes over Zoom, public speaking over Zoom. Like, let's talk about that. So <laughs> we ended up just like doing, she would give us like a presentation assignment a week and we'd go one at a time just talking to our monitor and like my whole class over Zoom, like it was, it was still, she, my teacher did the best possible job she could have given the circumstances, but it was just so funny that I took a public speaking class and I then spoke to my computer. If anything, though, it was like, I was more nervous to do it in front of the computer because it was just so weird. Like it was such a weird feeling to talk to your entire class and do a presentation over Zoom, but I guess that's life now. Um, and then improv, we didn't even end up having classes anymore. She just turned it into, throughout the semester, we had to work on a stand-up comedy skit, like a five-minute video that we would record of ourselves and submit. And, like, I don't know. I Mine was only okay. She really emphasized the fact she gave us, like, taglines or, like, or like themes to work off of, and she really seemed to like the idea of self-deprecating humor, and so I gave that to her. I just sat there for five minutes, and I made fun of my body and it wasn't even that funny I was just like I don't like this about myself I don't like this about myself and she emailed me and she was like that is like like wow like what a routine it wasn't even like I guess it was funny but it was just self-deprecation then she wanted that from us and I gave it to her and yeah that was my improv class writing the short film my final film was the weirdest thing I've ever submitted. I think it would be so fun if I actually keep making these podcasts for one week for me to read my final script that I submitted for this film class. Because I, it was the funny, I had so much fun. I don't even know if people would think it's funny. Like very few people have read it because I just kind of like made it. It was a 12 page screen, like script that I had to submit. And like, it, it was so weird. It's called Outback Steakhouse. There's a lot of violence. My professor referred to it as slapstick humor. He said, I'm the only student to ever submit a slapstick humor um, 
final assignment. Like, you can do a serious one. It wasn't necessarily like a comedy class. I just chose to do that. I, cause I was so done. My professor was so done. He would have taken whatever, but I just had fun with it. Maybe one day I'll read it. Um, and then my economics class, that was, that was annoying. We had, like, TA sessions, like, on Zoom. And, but it's done. And I graduated remotely. And, oh, side note, I was going <laughs> to, like, my public speaking class... I did my final presentation on roller coasters. We could choose anything. Or what we did earlier in the semester is we pitched three topics for us to potentially do as our final project. And one of the topics was roller coasters. And I pitched it and the class was like, Eric, I've never seen a passion for roller coasters. Like we sit with you right now. Like you have to do that. And I said, okay, I will. And I thought it would be in person and it wasn't. It was over Zoom. And I know so much about roller coasters. Because like growing up, I was just the biggest fan. I would like, just Google pictures of roller coasters and like watch YouTube videos and pretend I was riding them, which was so much fun. Still do this to this, still do that to this day. And my final presentation was on roller coasters and I just kind of like wung it because like I just know a lot and I was, was like talking. Like I obviously had like a structure that I was going to go by and you had to write comments for everyone's final presentation. And someone for me wrote, like, good presentation, but very clear that you were reading the facts from your computer. That you had notes in front of you, which we weren't supposed to have notes. I didn't have notes. I just knew all of it. Like, Kinika is 456 feet, the tallest roller coaster in the world, 128 miles per hour, built by Intamin. Like, I just know that, and I, I knew too many facts, and she was not buying it. She said, Eric, you lied to us. Eric, you broke the rules. Also, the teacher reads those comments, and she said... Um, you were reading, and I don't blame her for thinking that. She was like, but very clear you read from the computer. I didn't. Like, I, I just know a lot about roller coasters, but so be it. That was my final presentation over Zoom on roller coasters. Um, but yeah, I graduated remotely. A lot of us did. It was so weird. And when I see people, like, <laughs> like I'll see my neighbors, and they'll be like, I'm so sorry about everything. I'm so sorry about your graduation. And I'm like, it, obviously it's terrible that, like, it's frustrating that it had to end that way for senior year, but it was like a month and a half, at least for me. It was a month and a half that ended up going remote. Obviously not what we expected. Hopefully the graduation will be rescheduled. But I'm like, don't apologize to me. Apologize to the kids that are younger than us that have to deal with this for, like, many, like, multiple years. Like, if you're a junior, you lost that month and a half and then you're going back to school next year and things are going to be so different like seniors people my age or anyone who graduated college right now we kind of got out of there while we could and so they're like I'm so sorry about what's happening for you I'm like like you don't you don't need to do that appreciate it but it could have been a lot worse you know we got to be optimistic about it just a month and a half but so weird we had an online graduation I gave a speech for my major public policy and I had to pre-record it and I sat there for six hours because I wanted to get like a good take and I sat there for six hours just it was probably like a five minute speech and I wanted to because okay speak big throwback to the public speaking speech when you look at your computer and like read something it's so obvious like during a normal speech you can look down and look up and it's very natural, but if you're on a computer making eye contact with my webcam, every time I looked down, it looked so weird. And so I was like, I'm going to memorize this speech and deliver it in one take. And 
I sat there for so long just trying to get a single take for this five minute thing. And any, the, the amount of times I'd make it to the last paragraph and mess up something and just like stop. Like I, I could have probably made it work, but I would just stop and be like so frustrated that I did that. And it took me so long, but I ended up getting a fine one. So, but yeah, we graduated remote and some of us are still going to college remote. Some of us are doing school remote. It's a weird time, but I'm now going to move on to the next topic. So the second topic is Taco Bell. So Taco Bell, that, I'm, I'm saying these are things that are very important and prevalent in my life right now. And Taco Bell is definitely one of them because I have been going a lot. And I always go a lot, but like the past two weeks, for some reason, I've just wanted it like almost every night. And not that that's abnormal. And like some people are like, oh, I won't eat Taco Bell. I'm like, I get that. I get where you're coming from. But then there's also people that are like, oh, I I won't eat Taco Bell. I'm like, have you tried Taco Bell? They say no. Okay, well, that that I don't understand. But if you if you don't like Taco Bell, I get it. I get it. It's it's intense. Like. If you're eating a Taco Bell, you are committing to a meal from Taco Bell. It's a lot. It's like, it's, it's Mexican food, and, but it's, it's so good. If you do it right, it's so good. So I always get like a Baja Blast and stuff. But I wanted to mention my rating system for Taco Bell because no Taco Bell is the same. Different Taco Bell locations are better. And all of them have the same menu and they serve the same things. But you have a different experience at different Taco Bells. So I rate Taco Bells on a scale of 1 through 10. And the Taco Bell in Manahawk in New Jersey off Long Beach Island is a 10 out of 10. Incredible service. They, I don't think they've ever gotten my order wrong. They're usually pretty quick. I know a lot of fast food places are taking a little longer like nowadays because they have to be extra clean. That's okay. I forgive you. But that Taco Bell is impeccable. And then I sit in the parking lot and I eat it. It has a great view. The car is passing by. It's got trees and stuff. Sometimes I look at the Burger King next to it and no one's ever there, but everyone's at Taco Bell, and at Taco Bell, Manahawken. Incredible, 10 out of 10. Then we have the Taco Bell that was near me at Duke. The closest one to me at Duke was a one out of 10. So we're really, the two that are most prevalent in my life are the two bases of the extremes of Taco Bell. That Taco Bell, it was like an inside joke I had with myself that every single time I would go to that Taco Bell, they would get an order wrong. Like, or not my order wrong, but my order would never go smoothly. And let me give some examples how. It could be as small as they don't put the sauces in. So I learned to check. But like, if I don't get the sauce at Taco Bell, it's, I'll eat it, but I'm not happy. I'm not happy about it. I will eat my crunchy taco supreme. I'll eat my burrito supreme. But if I can't put hot or fire sauce on it, it is not what I came to Taco Bell for. So it'll be something as small as forgetting the sauce. It'll be something as big as they just give me the wrong order. So I've, I've learned to be... Very careful and check it, but even more things. They would close early. Like you had to, they close at 11 technically, but like in my head, I just, I was like, okay, they close at 1030. But even that was a stretch. I had to get there before 10 to ensure that they would stay open. And they would also play games with me. I would go to the, I'd go order and they'd say, I'd start ordering Taco Bell and they'd say, oh, we're, cause it was a, oh, this is an important fact. Not really, but. Maybe this affects it. It was a half Taco Bell, half KFC. You know those? Okay, so now you're getting the full picture. And I would go and I would order. And I'd start ordering Taco Bell. Can I please get a Taco Bell number? And they would interrupt and say, we're not serving Taco Bell anymore. It'd be like nine. Oh, okay. And then I'd 
I, I don't want KFC, so I'd leave. And I feel like they knew me because of how frequently I'd go. Or sometimes they'd say, like, I'd go and I'd order, or I'd, I'd set the order and they'd be like, We're, we only take cash right now. Like, I don't, maybe there's a reason why, but the amount of times they'd say we only take cash right now, because I feel like people don't carry cash and then they don't have to serve you. Because these would all happen when I was like one of the only people in line. Well, deep into hours, they should be open. Like, it, like if I'm pushing it and it's towards closing time, I get it. Like, I've worked at an ice cream place before. You don't want people coming in then. I closed early too, but like a chain like Taco Bell, and I really, I would go so much earlier than, because I'm a late night fast food eater. Like, I, I don't want fast, I don't want to start my day like that. I don't do fast food breakfast because that just ruins my day. Like, I, I need to end my day like that. I need that as late, I need it to be dark. I, unless it's Chick-fil-A, but, um... I prefer fast food when it's dark late at night. I'm a big late night fast food person. And so like, but I'd go and I'd, I'd still go during well into opening hours and they would always find ways to like excuses. I was like, guys, come on. Like I just want Taco Bell. They would be out of things all the time. Baja Blast wouldn't be working, which is unbelievable. But that whole, the whole area near me at Duke of fast food restaurants on Hillsborough Road, for those of you listening that go to Duke, are some of the worst run fast food places ever. And I'd get fast food very frequently. If you know me, I'm a big, I love it. I shouldn't go as much. And that's, um, that'll bring us to part three of habits I want to change, but we're not there yet. Um, and they were like, I'd go to the Wendy's and they, Wendy's closed at two. And I would go at like 1230 AM and they would, I'd, I'd go, because Taco Bell's closed at this, but I know they're closed at this point, so I'd go to Wendy's across the street, because that's next on my hierarchy of fast food I'll eat, um, and I'd go, and I'd say hi, and I'd start my order, and they'd say, oh, um, we can't serve you right now, because our computer is broken, okay, uh, thank you, and I, I drive away, and then I'll go, like, next week, around the same time, and I'm, hi, and I'm going to pick someone. They're like, oh, sorry, tonight our computer's broken, so we can't serve you. I was like, oh, again, okay. I go back another time. And if it's past, like, midnight, I'll go and I'll say, hi, can I order? And then they'll go, oh, sorry, our computer's broken. And I said one time, why is your computer always broken after 12? Aren't you open till 2? And they didn't, they didn't respond. I said, okay, bye. I'm like, I, I try not to be an annoying customer. Like, I get it. And people are so annoying about particular things. I try to be the cool customer. I'm, I'll like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not the cool customer. But I try not to be annoying about it. But every, they're open till 2. And every time after 12, they'd be closed. And I was like, oh, your computer's down a lot. And then they knew I was on to them. And I would never, like, complain. Because I don't want people to get in trouble for it. But... Boy, oh boy, was it hard to get fast food late at night. So then I'd go to cookout, which is like clockwork, open till 4 a.m., like every single time, even during the pandemic. Incredible. But I cook out like if I, I can always have it because like it's not it's not a challenge to get my food there like it was at some of the other places. So like I really want the places I can't have, obviously, and normally Taco Bell is number one. But I would just end up a cookout, whatever. But anyway, that's my rating for Taco Bell. Like I rate my Taco Bells like... The, mo- the one I went most recently, we decided on a 4 out of 10. Like, the burrito wasn't wrapped well. Like, we got everything. But just, like, it's a very different experience. So always- just keep your eye out. When you go to fast food restaurants, like, there are much better locations than others. So keep that in mind. And now we go on to our next topic, which is 
habits I want to change. I don't really know as much where I'm going to go with this. I kind of knew where I was going to go with my first two points. And I there's a lot of habits I want to change. We've been reflecting a lot recently, I think. As, a, as, a, as people during quarantine, there's a lot of reflection. And so one thing I wanted to change during quarantine, I said, I'm going to quit caffeine. Just took a sip of water, but spoiler alert, I didn't. But I did for a period of time, I'd say like three weeks. That's generous. I was like, I'm going to quit caffeine. Because I saw on Twitter one time that you can quit caffeine in four days if you just don't have it, which is probably a lie and no source. But I saw that tweet and I said, I could do that, just not right now. And then quarantine happened. I was like, I have nothing to do. So I'm going to quit caffeine right now. I'm not going to drink a cup of coffee to sit inside and do nothing. And I had headaches. Like, I was grumpy. And I slept so late. Like, I would just sleep. Because I had nothing to really get up that I had to be at. So I would sleep so late. Also go to bed so late. But that's a different story. Not because of the caffeine. Um, I just, like, if I've... If I don't have anything to get for, I'm just going to keep staying up late. I'm on a bad schedule, especially during quarantine. But I tried I tried quitting caffeine and like, because I hit the point with coffee that I'll have like a, you know, when you first start drinking coffee or even now, like you drink a cup of coffee and you just feel like energized, excited and a really good mood. It's such a cool feeling. And I kind of lost that. It turned more into, I'd be kind of tired and sluggish and but in a, and then I'd have my coffee and I'd just feel like a normal human being, but no better. I want the feeling back from one cup of coffee to feel very energized. And so I decided to quit and it was terrible. And I went a few weeks and like caffeine's not, it's not like bad if you drink it, but I just thought it'd be really cool to not be that dependent on it. And then now I'm totally back, if not worse than I was before. I relapsed on caffeine and I like I have my roommate had these caffeine pills that it's like equivalent to like one serving of a cup of coffee and I would just have one of those and it's just so easy because I don't even like coffee that much like I like a really like fancy coffee from Starbucks or somewhere that's super sweet but at that point I'm just drinking a milkshake I'm just drinking ice cream and but normal coffee I really don't like the taste of some people do I think they're lying but to each their own and I like I just don't like coffee that much. So these caffeine pills were perfect because I just feel energized, not like too energized, but I would feel it was, it was too easy for me that I wouldn't have to suffer through a cup of coffee that kind of makes my stomach hurt. And so now I'm back to drinking a lot of caffeine and then I'm going to start work soon. And I know I'm going to, I need caffeine for work. There's no question. So who's to say, but that is a habit I want to change. I want to try to always keep myself to like one cup of coffee, no more than two cups a day. And that's okay. Like, I really like caffeine. So, like, it, I think it enhances my life. But it's definitely something I want to work on. Um, another habit I want to change is I want to be on my phone less. It is unbelievable my screen time. I don't feel comfortable sharing it. I am on my phone so much. I just watch YouTube videos. And YouTube's not even good anymore. Like, I, I used to watch YouTube videos a lot when I was younger. And I just like still do now out of habit, but I don't care about anyone or anything on YouTube for the most part right now. And I still watch so many YouTube videos just on my suggested that, and they're not good. They're not good YouTube videos. Like I don't get it, but I, I'm just so used to doing it. And then I'll just be on Twitter. 
uh, like text people, I'll scroll Instagram. I don't use Instagram, I think as much, like I post on Instagram, but I don't think I spend as much time on that one as some people do. But oh, TikTok, I'll just scroll through it before I go to bed. It's unbelievable how much I'm on my phone. And I have a theory, and this isn't like, everyone knows this, I think, but I think that quarantine and being home a lot with not much to do has made everyone much more addicted to their phone. Like I was addicted to my phone before, and now I'm like unbeyond, like beyond addicted. Like it's, I really want to change it. And I'm trying to figure out ways how, like I, I know the screen time thing, like you can set a limit, but every time I see someone set a limit for themselves and their screen time, like they, like I, they'll just go and they'll check Twitter and I'll see it like screen time up and they just like swipe away from it. So I don't, I know I'm going to go over it. I'm just trying to think of like, maybe like cut out YouTube or like I get 10 minutes of YouTube a day and that would save me so much time because I spend more time on YouTube looking for a good video to watch than actually watching a video. And because there's nothing good to watch, I think like maybe I just haven't been introduced to it or like maybe I'm just older and like the stuff I liked when I was younger, it's not really doing it for me anymore. But who knows? But I need to figure out a better way to not be on my phone. I don't know how yet, but that is definitely on my mind gotta be on my phone less so those are two habits I want to change I'm trying to think of another eat healthier we mentioned that with the fast food and I'm gonna try to do that also like gyms are closed and stuff during quarantine which is great but I've been going for more like outdoor runs and there was a period where I cooked so much like I've been cooking more during quarantine and I've been having fun with it and but now I just I'm like back on getting take out from stuff and it's really bad and so I want to I want to cook a lot more because when I cook I'm like okay I'm cooking I'm not going to cook something unhealthy I'm going to cook so, usually for the most part if I'm cooking I'm making it healthy kind of and so I'm going to start cooking more but those are habits that I'm going to change which brings us to our last topic for today my back hurts my back hurts my back has been hurting recently my back has been bothering me since sophomore year of college, but it kind of comes in waves and it's good and bad. When it first started hurting, um, I went to physical therapy like once and they were like, your core is so weak. <laughs> they were like, your core is so weak and that is why your back hurts. I said, okay. And they gave me like easy core exercises. And so now like as I've been trying to like go out and do more like workouts and stuff, uh, not necessarily that that's what started it, but maybe junior year of college, I was like, okay, I got to work out more or at least be more active like back in the day. And so now my core is better, but my back still hurts. Maybe my core is weak still, but it can't be as bad as it was sophomore year of college. But my back really hurts. And I don't have a bed frame right now because I'm in the process of getting a new bed. So I'm on the floor on the mattress and that could be affecting it. I'm very picky about pillows because I have such a long neck. So there's so much neck to be bent on a pillow for me. That's just my experience. And so like my neck hurts, my back hurts. Like I'll go for runs and my back hurts. And there's probably simple fixes. And unfortunately, I haven't come across them yet. And you know whose back also hurts? My dog, Russell. My dog, Russell, he tore his knee like in March, like right when this all started happening. And so they couldn't take him or they didn't take him to the vet initially, my parents. And they took him to the vet because we didn't know he tore his knee. He would just kind of like every now and then he'd like lift his leg when you're walking. We're like, what are you doing, Russ? Like, it must be hurt. But it didn't seem that bad. But they took him to the vet and they're like, yeah, he has a torn knee. 
But in addition, he, because his knee is torn, he's been relying too much, his right back knee is torn, and he's been relying too much on his left side. So therefore, his back is out of alignment, and he might have to get surgery, which we don't think he does anymore. But that, oh, so sad. Poor Russ, because he's such a trooper, and he, like, will walk no matter what. And he can't really talk to us. Um, so we, he, had, he didn't communicate to that, us to, like, he didn't communicate that it hurt too directly, but we kind of saw hints of it. And so we took him to the vet, and now his back's out of alignment. But So his knee and back, but how we're fixing it, they said that he needs to go to the dog chiropractor. Okay, so we've taken him to a few of those. And in addition, he's going to start aquatic physical therapy, where he swims in the pool to strengthen his little leg. I'm excited for him. I would like these things for myself, I will be honest. I would like chiropractor, and I would like aquatic physical therapy, but Russell's actually going to be doing that now instead, and I think he deserves it more than me. Um, he comes first in the family, and that's fair. So Russell Russell is getting these treatments, and he he needs it. And But the funny part is Russell won't touch water. We'll take him to the beach, and he will not get near the water. He just kind of looks at us, or he runs away from the wave if he comes out. Like, if we ever have a hose, like, he will, he does not like getting squirted. So, aquatic physical therapy, and the sad part is, normally you could go back and watch him swim, but now because of everything, we can't be back there with him. So, I'm going to ask the physical therapist for my dog, Russell, to take pictures of him when he's swimming, because I think that'd be really cute to see. I think that'd be a really interesting thing to see. But my back hurts, Russell's back hurts. A lot of people's back hurts. Also, throwback to I'm addicted to my phone. I think I'm bent over too much looking at my phone, which I can't be good for my neck or my back. See, a lot of reflection, a lot of reflection during this time period. And I'm hoping to grow from it. A lot going on. We all have a lot going on. But yeah, those were my four topics today. I think in the future, I'm going to have, if I continue to do this, then I, I might have guests anyone wants to be a guest on this podcast if you made it this far give me a text I'm very open I think I could get creative with it I think I could just have fun with it but think everyone make a podcast think how fun that would be not like like about the stupidest things just talk about your life I would listen to it if any of my friends or anyone I knew had a podcast like I would just want to hear about them just hear them talk like just for a quick drive if I drive to Chipotle I'll listen to I'll catch up with a friend it's like a one-sided conversation but I think that'd be cool so that was this, my first podcast of The Bean, I think I'll call it, to be subject to change, subject to change. But yeah, that was The Bean. That was my first podcast. And thank you so much for listening. Um, and I will see you next time.